Good morning, family. Good morning, New Beginnings Church. Those here in the house and those at home, we want to welcome you into the house of the Lord. It's such a joy to be with you this morning and have you with us as we start making our way into the sanctuary. Um, just a couple of things. Uh, today, we want to remind you, uh, today is the day of our Christmas program. And so at 6 o'clock, we want to make sure that after you guys leave uh, today and go have your lunch and go get some to grub, to make your way back, 6 o'clock, we're going to have our Christmas program. And our kids are going to be performing for us. Uh, a big crew of our church is together and put together an awesome play for you guys about the birth of our Savior. And of course, our worship team and Pastor Richard also will be bringing in uh, a, a good word, as he always does. We want to make sure that you invite somebody tonight to our Christmas program. Uh, today, after uh, this service, uh, if you do have, uh, if you're here, I doubt it. Uh, they're probably still getting some of the kids ready. But uh, child dedication today after uh, after this service. So if, if you have a child that you're going to be dedicating today, that will be after this service. Immediately following this service, out to my left and your right, out this set of doors, uh, you'll have a, a quick a class with Pastor Richard on child dedication. And then that will commence at 1 p.m. here in the main sanctuary. So if you're here, uh, please make sure to... Um, just stick around after service and head out those doors immediately following service. Um, church, just like Thanksgiving, um, we want to remind you that if you are in need of a Christmas meal box uh, or you'd like to sponsor one, either or, if you're in need or like to sponsor one, the cost is $42 for a Christmas meal box that will sponsor a family of four. Um, you can see myself... Uh, and Pastor Cindy, we're going to be out here uh, outside the youth center at the help desk. And uh, we can help you with that, whether it is for you to sign up to receive one if you're in need of one. Or maybe you know someone, you can submit their name and we'll keep, we can get a hold of them. Um, we can do that for you. Or you can sponsor one for, the, for $42. You can sponsor a family of four this Christmas to have a meal for Christmas. Um, on the 17th of December and the 18th under his construction is hosting a live nativity. If you've never been to a live nativity, they're really, really cool. You know what? I have yet to find out that I knew they were trying hard to get like a live camel, but uh, I hope they really got one because that I know we've had one before and that was pretty cool to have a live camel. That was a quite, quite the draw for sure. Uh, but it's going to be awesome. They're also going to have a concert series to go along with it and some entertainment. So it's not just the, you know, standing there like, oh, night, 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 love city, you know, just take off. It's like really cool experience. It, they have cookies and, and, and hot chocolate and just goodies to go with it. So it's a really, really great time. Please uh, find out with Pastor Chris under his construction. Look them up on Facebook. They have a ton of information under his construction on Facebook or you can catch them outside, outside and, and at their table today. Amen? So church, um, on December the 24th, is going to be our Christmas Eve service. Uh, it's going to be a candlelight and a communion service. So if in, we're, we're letting out early, I promise you, it begins. It begins. Uh, it's going to be at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and we're going to be letting out at 7 p.m. So we can make sure and get you home just in enough time to open up them gifts and spend some time with family. But it's going to be communion and as well a, a candlelight service for Christmas Eve. Um, 
please, church, always stay up to date uh, with the current events here at New Beginnings Church by following our website at nbcbq.com forward slash events. Or you can always uh, find out what's going on via our app, NBCABQ. That's all you got to type in, NBCABQ, into Google Play or the App Store on your iOS device. And you can download our app. You can also give on our app. Uh, and speaking of giving, um, thank you guys so much for everything, all of this possible because of your faithful giving, your faithful tithe, your faithful gifts, gifts to the church. We want to thank you so much for being such a big part of what we're doing. This is the biggest part of what we do. Thank you to you and your generous giving. Uh, if you have not done so yet, now would be a good time to grab one of the envelopes in the back and give your tithe and your gift uh, to, the, to the house of the Lord, to one of the giving boxes and one of the entryways into the sanctuary of the church. Or you can give at nbcbq.com forward slash give or via our app. You can do it that way as well. Um, that is, those are all the announcements for now. Sister Sharon, why don't you join us up here, my sister, and she is going to be reading our Advent reading for the week. stronger than I am. Good morning. Today I'm going to be lighting the third Advent calendar, and it's the candle of joy. The joy of the Lord makes our hearts sing. The joy of the Lord brightens our days and lightens our load. The joy of the Lord is unspeakable and full of glory. The joy of the Lord is accessible Every day, all day, it gives us the strength that we need to stand. You see, everything written in the days of old was recorded to give us reasons for living. We find encouragement through the scriptures and a call to perseverance that will produce hopeful living. I pray that our God, who calls us, and gives us perseverance and encouragement. We'll join all of us together to share in one mind, according to Jesus, the anointed. In this unity, we stand with one voice as we glorify the one true God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. He is also our liberating King. Would you pray with me? We thank you, Father God, for loving us and sending us your Son, Jesus, that we might be saved. Father God, we are forever grateful. Amen. You stand with us, church. Thank you, Sister Sharon. You join us in prayers. Welcome the Lord of this place. Let's enter his gates. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for this time together, Lord. We dedicate this time to you, Lord. We devote it to you, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord. Lord, we breathe out your praise and we sing out your praise, Lord, as we breathe in your grace this morning. 
Lord, uh, we pray that we're able to be in this place. Lord, those at home and those here in the house at New Beginnings, Lord. So grateful, Lord, to be together. Lord, we dedicate the next 75 minutes, Lord, just to you. Lord, let us open up our hearts to your truth and song and your spoken word, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, church, take a quick second to greet one another. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let her receive her King. Let every heart prepare His room. He rules the world. Working all things out, working all things out. 
The same God that never fails will not fail me now. You won't fail me now in the waiting. The same God who's never late is working all things out. You're working all things out. because we trust in his sovereignty and we say Lord 
my ways are not your ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts. And because you're God, I'm going to trust you. And that's what we call his sovereignty. And so today, church, as we, as we sing this next song, can we just trust him this morning? Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord. As we sing this song and say, we say, uh, Lord, yes, I will. I will bless your holy name. In the lowest valleys, in the peaks and the valleys of life, Lord, I'm going to trust you. So I don't know what you're facing, church, this morning. But I want you to sing this song with me. Let it minister to your heart the way it just does to ours. Sovereign in the mountain air, sovereign on the ocean floor, with me in the calm, with me in the storm, sovereign in my greatest joy, sovereign in my deepest cry, with me in the dark, with me at the dawn. In your everlasting arms All the pieces of my life From beginning to the end I can trust you In your never-failing love You work everything for good God, whatever comes my way I will trust you
trust you, Jesus. Let's lift our voices, church. Let's sing that chorus one more time. Come on. See your everlasting arms, all the pieces of my life, from beginning to the end, I can trust you. That is such a powerful, powerful statement. If we really mean it, God, whatever comes my way, I'm going to trust you. In the calm and the storm, in the darker and the dawn, I'm going to trust you. Father, thank you for your unfailing love. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for how you pour in and out to our life. Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise for who you are and who we have allowed you to be in our life. We welcomed you in. God, and we're allowing you to take control. We're not fighting with you anymore. We're yielding to you. We're saying, not my will, but thy will be done. So, Father, we pray that you take every every burden, every heartache from our life and release your peace. Father, I pray that you pour out your goodness and your mercy. I pray, Father God, that you pour out the sweetness of your spirit. Father God, I just pray that right now, Lord God, for those battling COVID, I pray healing. God, I pray that you keep doctors and and first responders, nurses, and all the medical staff healthy, God. Keep them healthy. Father, I just pray, Father God, for families that are battling other physical ailments. Father, we just pray healing over their bodies. We pray, Father God, that by your blood they are healed. Father God, we pray for relationships that are broken and people are ready to give up. I pray they give it to you. That they don't walk away, but they walk to you. And they surrender it all to you and then they do what you tell them to do. Father, we pray for our wayward son or daughter Lord God, that they come back to Jesus and they come back with a clear mind and you renew their mind and renew their heart and let them have great joy and celebration. Father God, we just pray, Lord God, that you touch the lives of the thousands and thousands of people that were affected with the tornado in the Midwest. Father God, many states affected and hundreds lost their lives and Tens of thousands have lost homes and businesses and communities upside down. I just pray peace, strength. Father God, I pray for our city. That Lord God, we have a tornado of violence that has come through our town. And I pray healing over our city. That Lord God, our city leaders would have wisdom. And Father God, I pray that Lord, Christians would shine the light of Jesus and the love of Jesus and would bring transformation to this city by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, I pray that every need be met right now. Every need be met. For everyone in this room and everyone online, 
for everyone online, God, let them know that they are part of something great that is happening through New Beginnings Church because of the Spirit of the living God. Minister to them right now the way you're ministering to us. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord and God's people shout out, Amen. Amen. Now sing it out again. Sing it out again. Sing it out again to the glory of God. Amen. our hope. He holds it all in his hand. Amen. Come on, let's sing it together. All my hopes. All my hopes. All I need. Held in your hands. All my life. All of me. Held in your hands. All my fears. All my dreams. Held in your hands. So lift your voices says the Lord. Come on, sing it with me. Come on. All my hopes, all my hopes, all I need held in your hands. Oh yeah. All my life, all of me held in your hands. All my fears, all my needs held in your Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you always are there with us. We celebrate you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And God's people shout out, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, you may be seated. Pastor Mike told you all the giving boxes are at the entrance. If you want to drop off your tithe or offering there. You could also use the church app. You could text to give, or you could go online. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness. Because of your faithfulness, yesterday at God's Warehouse, we gave gifts to over 300 children. We gave out 500 pairs of shoes. There's a guy in our church named Tom comes to the first service, and he... He's part of the Gideons. The Gideons are the guys that give out the Bibles at schools and in hotels and on and on. He had a bunch of Bibles, so people came in. We were praying with them, handing them a Bible. It was just a glorious time. So Pastor Chuck and all of his team, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was great. Thank you for supporting. Also, uh, it's uh, I don't know if you guys... If you didn't come out on Friday, we had that social with a jazz band and all that. It was phenomenal. If you think I'm rubbing it in, I am. You missed a really good. It was just awesome. It was really good. Hey, but tonight, guess what tonight is at 6 p.m.? 
our Christmas program. What time? When? Are you going to be here? Yes, I hope you are. It's really, really going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to invite friends, invite friends, show off your children, show off the teenagers, show off the church, and just tell them, look, man, we love Jesus over here, and we like telling people about Jesus, and we like sharing Jesus, and that's what we're doing. I want to remind you uh, that um, this Friday, we're distributing food, and uh, we're going to be needing some volunteers. And so we're going to be handing out, I think it's 15,000 pounds of food or something like that. So please be here to help us. You need to be here Friday at 10.30 in the morning, okay? Hey, well, let's get into the Word. Guys, I've been doing the sermon series called Hope Comes Alive because when Jesus came to this earth, hope was literally born in flesh. Hope for all mankind was delivered by God. Hope was given to us to be able to see greatness. And we're living in a very weird time. I don't know about you, I really thought by now we'd have kind of a normality again. I thought by now we'd be rid of uh, vaccinations and talking about it or I'm not vaccinated and talking about it and wearing masks and not wearing masks. And man, there's such a crazy time. And people have gotten so divided and people are going through this world wondering what's going on. And it's just a dark time. And I want to talk about the joy of Jesus for your darkest days. Because it's been crazy. And they said that we'll probably never go back to a normal like we knew it. But you know what? It's up to us to share the love of Jesus and the joy of Jesus every place we go. And that we show goodness and kindness and love in the midst of a world that's really needing direction. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 8, it says, When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember that there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless. In Isaiah chapter 8, verse 21 through 22, it says, They will go from one place to another, weary and hungry, and because they are hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. And they will look up to heaven and look down to the earth. And whenever they look, wherever they look, there will be trouble and anguish and dark despair. There will be, they will be thrown out into the darkness. I don't know if you realize that's what we're seeing right now in our world. That's what we're seeing right now here in Albuquerque and in New Mexico. We're seeing people going around hungry and destitute and broken. There's a lot of dark days. There's a dark days of confusion. People are really confused right now. People are like, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this or should I do that? Families are divided over it. There's conflict. There's days of darkness and conflict. There's some some families that don't even get together right now because some got vaccinated, some didn't. Some wear masks, some don't. It's like there's a brokenness in our community and a brokenness in our thinking. There's a dark days of disappointment. You've just been disappointed. You thought it was going to go a different way and it didn't. You thought you were going to be happily married forever and ever and ever and it just lasted a few years. 
You didn't think you were going to lose your loved one and you have loss. Lost to death or lost because they walked away. You have a loneliness. You could be in the middle of a crowd and still feel lonely. And there's a just brokenness. There's grief. Grief over the loss of jobs, over the loss of houses, over the loss of lives. Just grief. There's stress, not knowing what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. There's anxiety and fear. There's, there's just heartbreak. There's brokenness. There's depression. There's despair. In staff meeting the other day, I was telling my staff that I said, guys, we don't even understand the pain that sits in our chairs. A lady came a few weeks ago and I saw her and I go, How are, are you okay? She looked so distraught. And I gave her a hug, and when I hugged her, she just broke down. I go, What's going on? She goes, My nephew and my my cousin were on they were hunting and my nephew accidentally killed his father. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how does someone heal from that outside of God? And I said, we don't even know the pain that sits in our chairs. And one of my staff goes, and the church has no idea the pain that stands on the platform. We all have struggle. We all deal with stuff. I have a saying that I say, we all howl at the moon at night, meaning everyone has an issue they're dealing with. Amen? And sometimes that issue deals with us. But I want to talk about joy, the joy of Jesus for those darkest days of your life, the joy of Jesus, because the solution is a turn to God's joy, to God's light. His light has power. His joy has power. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, it says, this is the message that we heard from Jesus and now declare to you that God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Yes. There was darkness at one time when Jesus, I mean, when God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit, when the world was created in Genesis chapter 1, it says, starting at verse 1 through verse 4, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was formless and empty And darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And the Lord said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let there be light. And he separated the light from the darkness. And he saw that that light was good. You see, I I can't even imagine what it must have looked like. Just pitch darkness and all of a sudden, boom. The light shines through. Some of us are going through that darkness right now, and the light can shine through. you got to get the light through. In John chapter 12, verse 46, it says, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. So, Father, I pray that, Lord, your word would enlighten us. Your word would bring great joy. Your word would bring great hope. Your word would bring great peace. Your word would bring great love into our life so that we could celebrate the goodness of the Lord. And I pray this in Christ's name, amen. So the question is, then how does the joy of Jesus help you in those dark days? How does the light of Jesus help you in those dark days? How is it that it really helps you to get through those moments? Well, the first thing I want to say is that joy illuminates. 
Light illuminates. Joy illuminates. You could be really bummed out, really broken, really going through a hard time, and all of a sudden someone comes in and starts just sharing the Lord, and it shines a light, and you go like, wow, thank you, God, I have hope. Thank you, God, I have encouragement. Thank you, God, you have illuminated the situation, so now I can really see again. The darkness was strong, but Lord, you are stronger. Your light is shining strong. In the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 12, it says, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. You see, he's going to expose those things that are around. And I love the first part of verse 14. It says, for the light makes everything visible. Everything's visible. Everything is, it's just, it's just, it's bright. It's like, wow, I can see. I can see what's going on. I can see what's happening. It illuminates. Sometimes I get up really, really early. I have on, on Thursday mornings especially, I have a real early morning prayer meeting. And, and I get up and, and I'm trying not to wake up my wife so I don't turn on the light. And, I, and on my phone, I have a flashlight. And I'll turn on the flashlight. And I'm looking in the closet to see what I'm going to wear. And I'm looking in the closet. And, and she'll wake up sometimes and she goes, Richard, just turn on the light. And I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. Because when I turn on the light, ta-da, I can see. What joy that we have with joy illuminates things that you can see and exposes everything that's in darkness in John chapter 8, verse 12. He says that this way Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life, to life. You see, in the dark days, we need the joy of Jesus when we can't find our way forward. Sometimes you're just so just knocked down and knocked out that darkness is really there. You can't see your way forward. You feel overwhelmed. You feel like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And the light of Jesus illuminates to help you move forward. In Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10, he says, whom among you fears the Lord and obeys his servant? If you're walking in darkness without a ray of hope, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. So, man, if you're going through a hard time, trust in the Lord. If you're going through a hard time, lean into God. If you're going through a hard time, admit it. I need a crutch. Some people, oh, you're weak. You need a crutch. I do. I need a crutch. His name is Jesus Christ. He carries me. He holds me up. He keeps me from falling flat on my face because I'm telling you what, I've done a lot of amazing things and I'm not that dumb of a person. I'm pretty smart and I've done some great things. But let me tell you what, as smart as I am, I have done some really stupid things. Amen? And you have too, haven't you? Yeah, right away you said, yeah, you have, Pastor, but how about you? Like they say, ituke, you know? Yeah, that's right. We have all done dumb things. Look, in the book of Psalms 119, verse 150, 105 rather, it says, your word, the word of God, his word, his spoken word, his, 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 his word that he's spoken deep in your heart is a lamp to guide my feet and a lamp, a, li- a light for my path. Every time I, I read that, I always think of the airlines, if you've ever flown, as they, you get on the plane, they finally close the door, they go, may we have your attention, the flight attendant says. In case of an emergency, 
Our aisle has lights that will light up and lead you to the exit. And every time I think of that, I think of this passage. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. It's going to guide me to the way out. That's why we always, we have a saying that says, you know, the Bible says he'll never give you more than what you can handle. See, the Bible never, there's not, that's not really a scripture. I hope you know that. What he says, though, in 1 Corinthians 10, 15, he says, there's no temptation that has overcome man because he always offers us a way of escape. See, so that's where they get that. In other words, if you are overwhelmed and you haven't surrendered to God, you're going to crash and burn. But if you surrender to God, he always offers a way out. So if you would, he won't give you more than what you can handle because you know what you can handle. And he's saying, there's a way out. Take it if you want it. If not, well, dummy. (laughs) And that's what happens. We crash and burn. In Psalm 100, I mean, uh, Psalm 19, verse 8, says, the commands of the Lord are right. Bringing joy, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. The word. Do you know that Christians very very seldom read the word of God? It's not just our church. Around America, they've done a survey that Christians, people that call themselves Christians, and even church-going Christians, do not read the Bible. Some of you never read it. The only time you ever read the Word of God is when it's on the screen behind me. And yet, this is our source of life. It's our source of strength. It's our source of hope. It's our source of joy. It's the very Word that gives us power to overcome sin and to be able to get it. I don't know if you've ever read the Word and all of a sudden it jumps out at you because it's living, it's active, it's right now. So next year, the first part of next year, we're going to have a whole series dedicated to reading and getting into the Word of God, to really understand the importance of it for your life's sake, for your family's life's sake, for you guys to be able to make it in this crazy world we live in. Don't be a statistic of a marriage that doesn't make it because you don't get into the Word of God because the Word of God will get into you, and then when it gets into you, it drives out the craziness. Because I'm telling you, there's four people in a marriage, a man and a woman that will kill for each other and love each other. And there's a little boy and a little girl inside that man or woman that, you know what, they're a bunch of brats and they'll kill each other. And when you really put your hope in the Lord and trust in the Lord and into the word of God, you know what, it puts that little boy in the corner and says, settle down. Come out to play, not to fight. That little girl's put in the corner and time out. No, 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 you're not going in place. Sit down. See, it talks to us, it speaks to us, it listens to us, it empowers us. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 16, he says, I will lead you. I will lead blind Israel down a new path, guiding them along an unfamiliar way. He's going to take us someplace we don't even know been there before. He's going, hold on, baby, because I'm taking you for the ride of your life. He goes, I will brighten the darkness before them and smooth out the road ahead of them. Yes, I indeed do these things. I will not forsake them. Because the word of God is so powerful and so impacting. Look, under his construction, men's and women's recovery ministry, every single day, they get up 5, 5.30 at the latest. 
by 6 o'clock in the morning, they're all sitting down reading the Word of God. They go through the entire Bible in one year. And they read the Word of God, and they get the Word of God into them, because once you get the Word of God in you, it gets the man out of you. It changes our way of thinking. It changes the way of doing things. And it's really powerful. It leads us and guides us and empowers us. In the book of Psalm, chapter 23, verse 4, in the 23rd Psalm, many of us have heard it. It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. It's, gonna, it's not saying we're not going to walk through a valley. It's not saying you're not going to be in darkness. There's going to be time that all around you is darkness, but there's a shadow. You know why there's a shadow? Because the sun is still shining down on you. He's overlooking you. He won't forsake you. He's there guiding you through. He's carrying you through the hardest moments, the difficult, challenging times of your life. He's right there carrying you through. Oh, joy illuminates. Not only does joy illuminate, joy disinfects, it cleanses, it makes things new. Light has a way of doing that. Light has a way they use light as healing agents. They even have laser now and they have the ultraviolet lights and they have all these different kinds of light to help people get stronger and get healthier, but also to disinfect infections and disinfect bodies that are infected with disease and with some kind of illness. Up in the northern states, we don't understand that here because here in New Mexico, the sun shines at least 300 days a year. We're very fortunate. Man, you go up north, they won't see the sun for days on end. We're talking months. Oh, the sun comes out, but it's so overcast. They just know that it's daytime because it's light, but they don't see the sun. And because of that, they don't get vitamin D and they don't get the nutrition they need from light. So they have special lighting that they sit in their house and they turn the light on and they sit in front of the light because it brings this healing, disinfecting power to their body to keep them cleansed from any illness. And in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 through 9, it says, and if we are living, or, or it says, we are lying if we say that we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We're not practicing the truth. So if you say, I'm a Christian, but you're still living like the devil, something's wrong here. There's a problem. Verse 7. But if we're living in the light, as God is the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. It cleanses us. It totally sanitizes us. It just disinfects us of sin. And if we claim we have no sin... We're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. See, the light of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the joy of Jesus cleanses you, it disinfects you, it totally sanitizes you, it gives you a new start. So in the dark days, I need the joy of Jesus when I want to have a clean start. And you don't have to wait till January the 1st. I'm going to have a clean start, a clean slate, it's a new year. No, 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 start today. I want a new life, I'm going to start right now, I'm going to start today. 
hey, but it's not the new year. It's going to be my new year. Because I'm going to get born again, and I'm born for right. This is baby. I'm a baby Christian. And I'm starting right now. Because he sets us free. He delivers us. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 29, he says, Oh, Lord, you are my lamp. The Lord, the, li- the Lord lights up my darkness. Man, he, he heals us. He empowers us. He, he redeems us. He, he, he cleanses us. He makes us new. In Philippians, or Ephesians, rather, chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, it says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. You live as people of light. So live as people of light. For this light within us produces only what is good and right and true. So if there's still some other stuff going on in your life, that's because you don't have the full light of Jesus in your light. You don't have light shining through you. You don't have light shining in you. You don't have light shining upon you because you're half-stepping it. One step in, one step out. One step in, one step out. And you think you're doing great. But the only one you're fooling is yourself. And you're not even fooling yourself because you know that when everything's quiet and you look at yourself in your mirror, what do you say? You do some really dumb things. Why'd you do that? Haven't you ever found yourself saying, why'd you open your mouth? Ah, what's wrong with you? Ah, dumb, dumb, dumb. And your family's going, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Because we can really do some dumb things. But God's joy, God's light, it completely just makes us new. So it only not only illuminates, and it not only disinfects, cleanses us, but it also heals us. Joy heals. Light heals. As I said earlier, they use light to heal. Like I've battled skin cancer for the last nine years. Come and they inspect me. They go, hey, you're doing good. Oh, no, you got some more. And sometimes they treat it with light. They get this light, you know, because there's some places that they can't cut. I had on my face. You don't want them to start cutting up your face. Well, maybe some of you wish they would, you know, but... But this is what I'm stuck with. <laughs> but in other words, they use light to bring healing, light to bring wholeness. Some people have had gallstones and, 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 and they've had kidney stones. And some of you have had to gone, you've gone into laser surgery and they zap them and they break them up. That's a form of light. You see, light heals, joy heals, joy brings wholeness. So we need the joy of Jesus when we're wounded and in pain. As I was saying earlier, we don't even know the pain you're carrying. Some of you are, are, are look so happy. You, you look all beautiful and you have this beautiful smile. And, and yet when you leave, you leave a big old puddle of blood because there's so much brokenness in your life. Some of you hide it well, but you know that your marriage is ready to end. Some of you hide it well. You went to the doctor and they gave you really bad news. Some of you hide it well. You lost a loved one and you're broken and you're like, man, I thought they were going to live longer. 
Some of you hide it well. You had your car repossessed, your house taken away. You lost your job. You're in pain. You're in brokenness. You're going through a difficult time. But joy heals. Joy has a way of going into those nooks and crannies of your brokenness and heal you. It has a way of going into your life and restoring you. It has a way to be able to bring joy. In the book of Psalms 69, verse 29, it says, I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. How many times have you prayed that? How many times have you cried out, I can't do this anymore, God. It's driving me crazy. My son's an idiot. My daughter's an idiot. Please bring them to their senses. My mom and dad, God, they're all lost. Bring them to their senses. You're broken over your family. You're broken over your life. And God heals. His joy restores. Psalm 103, verse 3. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Isn't that amazing? It's like, thank you, God. In the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, he says, always thanking the Father, he has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people. He's calling us his people. We live in the light. Who live in the light? For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us. He's transferred us. He's transformed us. He's made us new and he's replaced us. He's transformed, transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we were once in a whole lost state of life and he has found you. You were lost and you didn't even know it. I was at a store one time, I'll never forget. Kids wander off. Have you ever noticed kids wander off sometimes? One time, our son was all bored. Just like a lot of men are bored when they, you shop with your wife. You know how that goes? So I'll never forget. We're at, we're at Dillard's, and they had one of those round racks. And my son was young. He was a kid, you know, so that's years ago. And, and he got all bored, and I'm watching him. And I, I didn't have cell phones that you had to at least be entertained while they're shopping. So I'm there, you know, sitting there waiting and waiting. And, and, and all of a sudden, Cindy goes, where's Ricky? And I go, right here. Oh, my gosh, now we're paranoid. We're looking all over the place. The whole time he was right in front of us. He was in the middle of the rack inside sitting down. He wasn't lost. We were lost. <laughs> you see, he didn't even know he was lost. Never forget one time at a store they announced. They go, we have a little boy that's lost. And he goes, I'm not lost. My name is Tommy. I'm not lost. My mom and dad are lost. <laughs> and I said, that'll preach. He was the one lost, but he didn't know he was lost. Some of us are lost. We don't even know we're lost. We're there going through life. Oh, I'm not lost. I'm not lost. They're the ones that are lost. And you're lost. You are so messed up. You don't even know you're messed up. Haven't you ever met people like that? Yeah. They're lost and they don't even know it. 
It's like, my goodness gracious, God wants to restore us. God wants to bring us back. God wants to heal us. And the fourth thing I want to say about joy is that it brings growth. Joy grows things. Light grows things. Things grow with light. Things do well with light. They they do well with joy. That's why they even say you should talk to your plants. Some of you all have so much screaming in your house, the poor plants are dying. (laughs) So speak love. Talk to your plants. Hi, how are you? Come on, blossom, blossom, blossom. You know? Maybe the ones you ought to yell at is your green chili. That way they'll come out all... Like, man, how do you get your chili to be so hot? Ah, yell at them. We fight at our house all the time. It's like, oh. Joy, joy changes us for the better. Joy brings, brings hope. See, we grow with hope. We grow with joy. When you bring joy... Man, haven't you ever had someone that walks in a room and they just brighten it up? You go to work and you can't wait till they get there because they're just going to make things better. Joy, joy, joy. Then there's those that brighten up the room when they finally leave. Thank you, God. They're gone. And you don't even know who you are. (laughs) But we know who you are. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, it says, asking God, the gracious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight and spiritual wisdom so that you might grow in the knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light, with joy, so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called the holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. We're we're heirs of Christ. We're heirs of the Lord. He's going to give us all these things. Isn't that amazing? Psalm 36 verse 9 says, For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. And drink from that fountain every day. Go to him because he, you grow with him. You, you get stronger with him. You get empowered with him. You get impacted with him. You've got to take in the, the, the word of the Lord. You've got to take in the light of Jesus. You've got to take it and drink from the fountain of life. In John chapter 8, verse 12, says Jesus spoke to the people one more time and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't Walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. What great hope. What great hope. He came to give us life in abundance. That's what it says in John 10.10. It says the thief. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life, to give you a life of abundance, to give you hope, to give you strength, to give you love, to give you joy. There's a hymn that says, joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory. And the story is yet to be told. Do you know how many stories are yet to be told? Friday night, we had that gathering, and we had the jazz band, and they were, I love jazz, and they were like, they were really good. 
And people were there sitting there talking and people were visiting with people they know and people they didn't know and they got to know them. And they, they were, and, and, and I, I noticed a few of them, they'd get a biscochito and go eat it with this one. Then they'd go, oh, I'm going to sit over here. Now you got to get another biscochito to sit over here. <laughs> you know who you were. I kept count. <laughs> I didn't keep count. But I told my wife, keep a count. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me. It was a glorious time of getting to know each other, of encouraging each other, of really sharing with each other. Because we grow with light. We grow with joy. And there were some people here that are carrying some brokenness because they've had death in their family and they've had tragedy in their family. Yet, you know what? In the midst of all that, they still experience the presence of joy. That doesn't mean the pain isn't gone, but the healing balm of the Lord has a way of taking away the sting. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, And God, who said, Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so that we can know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, I want to see the face of Jesus. I, I, I want to get there. I, I want to stay faithful. I want to stay true. I want to cross the finish line. I want to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want to hear him say, you made it, Richard. You made it. And you didn't make it because what you did. You made it because you trusted in me for what I did. And he wants that for you. He wants that for us. And you've got to receive the joy of the Lord. You've got to receive his goodness and his mercy. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 8, it says, Yet it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment. And you must also, uh, and you are also living it. For the darkness is disappearing. And the true light is already shining. And haven't you noticed that darkness is disappearing from your life? Remember you used to think all wicked and all weird? Okay, maybe not all of you did. I know. I, I used to have some thoughts and I'd go, where did that come from? And now I go, man, I haven't had those kind of crazy thoughts in years. Some people tell me, you remember when you were like that? I go, no, I really don't. Not because I have a bad memory. It's just God has transformed me so much. I was sitting with a couple yesterday, and, and they were their life was all messed up like mine. And I'm sitting there, and we're talking and having a great time of fellowship, and I finally stopped, and I go, I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. I can't be- I don't even know you people. Because they were meth and drug and heroin addicts. And they're transformed and they're leaders in their church and leaders in the state. And God is using them mightily. And the song says it. Whatever comes my way. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to trust you. They've had tragedy. They've had death in their family. They've had two sons murdered. And they still sit there with joy serving God. God. And I'm going, only God can do that. Some of you are so broken, you're like, 
pastor. I'm here at church. I don't even know how I got here to church. Somebody invited me and here I am. And I just thought, oh, fooey. And now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's talking to me. And it's not me. The Holy Spirit's talking to you. And if you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, you've never given him your heart. You've never invited him into your life. Today's your day. I hope that today you will do that. So if you've never surrendered your life to Christ and you want to, would you raise your hand? Anyone over here? Anyone? Anyone want to give their life to Jesus? Just raise your hand. Say, that's me. Yeah, there is. I couldn't see. Over here. The lights are like blinding. Well, then if you raise your hand, I want you to stand up because we're going to pray for you. Amen. Praise God, brother. Anyone else? Would you all pray this prayer with our brother? Just pray this prayer, brother. Say, Heavenly Father, today I realize how desperately I need you. So I surrender my life and I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. And from this day forward, I want to live for you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to have victory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, brother, can I give you a hug, man? Brother, I want to just say praise God. Praise, praise the Lord. Look, that guy's got some reading material for you right over there. Anyone else? Well, then, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know where you're at. I know there's times in my life I'm a pastor, I'm a Christian, and sometimes the darkness just seems like it's just taking over. But I want you to know that Jesus shines his light, and he's shining it now. So as we sing this song again, would you stand with me? And if you want prayer, come to the altar. Say, you know what, I'm going through some stuff that I just need to renew my life. I just need to surrender this, man. My kids are driving me crazy. My wife is just like, I don't know what happened to her. My husband's kind of like, what the heck happened, Lord? You're just going through a difficult time. Would you make your way up? We have a team of people that want to pray with you. Prayer warriors, please make your way up to pray with people. Sovereign in the mountain Sovereign on the ocean floor With me in the calm With me in the storm Sovereign in my greatest joy Sovereign in my deepest heart With me in the dark With me at the dawn In your everlasting arms All the pieces of my life From beginning to the end I can trust you In your never-failing love You work everything for good God, whatever comes my way I will trust you Sovereign in the mountain air, sovereign on the ocean floor, with me in the calm, with me in the storm, sovereign.
one more time, church. Father, we've given you our life. We recommit ourselves to you, Lord. Forgive us of our sin. Renew in us the spirit of the Holy Spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, make it new all over again. Revive us, I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, take care of every situation we're facing. And give us the victory in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And God's people said, Amen. 
6 o'clock tonight. I sure hope you're going to be here. God bless you. We have child dedication right now. If you're dedicating your child, can you meet us at this doorway right over here? They'll guide you to where you need to be. You're dismissed to go change Albuquerque.